What's happening, guys? Morning, studio. Morning. Uh, here's a voicemail we got last night. Here you go. Hey, Bobby, just need some advice. Uh, I'm a truck driver. I'm on the road Monday through Saturday with a couple overnights thrown in there, so I'm almost never home. But my roommates have been working from home, and because of that, I feel like I should pay a very small portion of the utility bill. Again, I'm never home, so I never have to really use anything. I take showers out on the road and you know, never use any electricity, but they're using all that stuff all day. So I'm just curious what you think. Thanks. Bye. Uh, bad news, but I don't think you can pay different unless you've had that agreed to beforehand and unless you can somehow quantify exactly what you're using and how that translates into a bill. Because unless there's a rule you all join to be roommates, you're splitting the bill, the end. Now, food's a different thing because you can actually buy it and see it mm-hmm. and how much you bought it. But as far as bills go, I'm sorry to say you can't. And this is also a slippery slope because what if you're home for a month? They're like, hey, you need to raise it back up based on you just have to pay a third of the utilities through three of you. Yeah, it may eventually yeah, balance itself out because there are times you're home more than others. But while I do think you shouldn't get your hopes up about it, because I think I agree with Bobby, it could be something you present to them and see what they say. They might be like, you know what? We can prorate the electric bill, but that's it. And great if they do. Or if that is that the right word? Pro, I don't know. But don't expect that to be allowed. I wouldn't think right. that would like, be an yeah. acceptable thing to do. But his roommates might be on board. Yeah. You never know. It's worth asking, but don't get offended if they say no. And if they don't, just keep your lights on the whole time you're gone and run the water the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Here That's is uh, Caitlin from St. Louis. Morning, studio. Been noticing that Eddie has this new thing he's doing. He's doing this surfer woo all the time. Just wanted to know what the deal was with that. Love you guys. Big fan. You First time caller. Oh, thank you. I don't know. Is he trying to get something like a, like Ray? Yeah, he's trying to be Ray. Yeah, that's what I thought. Trying to be Ray? Yeah. Do your thing. Let me hear it again. I don't know what she's talking about. Woo! I do. Oh, woo! yeah. That's nice. it. That's you. You're like, it's like a Rick Flair. Whatever that guy Rick is. Flair. Yeah. yeah. But Ray I think. Ray didn't invent having a. I know he didn't, but 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 callers call in and they do yeah, and it's funny and it's cute. And I think Eddie's like, well, I need to create like a signature sound so that. <laughs> so you I- think I'm smart enough to go? Ray does get a lot of traction with yeah. So I'm gonna come up with my own. Are you yeah. saying Negative. you're not that? Well, I've been workshopping something. <laughs> no. Let's go over and talk to Jeremy, who is in Texas. Jeremy, what's happening? Hey, Mr. Bobby, how you doing? Pretty good, man. Make it quick, but uh. I just wanted to say, man, I really like your show. Y'all are amazing. And, you know, when I listen to other radio stations, I would rather them turn the music on and stop talking. But when I listen to you guys, uh, y'all just fill my day with joy every time y'all talk. So y'all could play the music less. And I'd like to listen to y'all more. And I had a question. Do you, do you remember when you were on 96.7 and Chunky Pelt Flan at Elton John? And what? Huh? Chunky poked a Flan at Elton John? What? I don't know. Yeah. You I, don't remember that? I don't understand what I the words that you said. <laughs> All we understand I'm is sorry, Elton brother. John. Say it again. Chunky poked a fun at Elton John. So when I was in like sixth grade, you and Lunchbox were doing this thing, and I think y'all were on 96.7, and y'all had this thing going, chunking pelt of flan at Elton John. Chunk. You don't recall that? Chunky? Flan? I don't know the words he's using. But no, what does it mean? Break it down. Chunky, chunking? Chunking, like you're throwing something. Okay. 
Ask Lunchbox. I'm sure he would remember. Dude, I, I, I gotta be. With, I'm with Bobby on this. I don't know what you're saying in English. We've done so many dumb stunts over the over the last. I, you you said chunking years. something at Elton well, John. I just wanted to give y'all a compliment. I love the show. And, and <laughs> he gives up too. It. We've all I, given up. Was it JV and Sandy? <laughs> Inside joke. Probably was. Yeah. Hey, uh, thank you very much for the call. We really appreciate that, Jeremy. Hope you have a great day. Well, I appreciate you guys. Y'all too. All right, see you later. But that sounds like a good bet. <laughs> Should revisit that. Chunking pieces of flan at Elton John? <laughs> Don't know. And why? Uh, Matt in North Dakota. What's up, Matt? Hey, Bobby. Big fan of the show here. Thank you. I'm asking for some relationship advice. Now, hold on. Let me hit this button. If you need advice, I shall give it. It's Bobby Bones, world-class advice giver. All right. What do you need, bud? I've been dating this girl for about a year now, and I just recently moved long distance for work. And it started out pretty great, a lot of communication, but now it's kind of slowed down quite a bit. I'm initiating most of the everyday conversation, and she's becoming more and more distant as it goes on. So what is the question? Um, Should I keep working towards this, even though it is causing a little strain on my career? Yeah. Okay, it is to be of concern that she is starting to fall off a bit. Now, that could be for many reasons. It doesn't have to be another dude. It can be that she's getting scared of the distance as well. So it is a bit concerning that's happening. This is what I would recommend that you do. If you do, you, Are you into this girl? Do you think this could be a, a long-term, possibly forever thing? Yes. My advice to you would be to have a conversation with her, to go, hey, I know, let's acknowledge that this is hard because I just had a long distance relationship and we had to do this. I'm speaking from experience here. This is hard, but we are going to create an end plan because if the if the goal is in sight, it's easier to work toward it. If you're blindly in a long distance relationship, just going, let's just see what happens. That ain't going to work. Maybe early on, because again, it's a lot easier early on when things are exciting. But once... The everyday gets involved, and it isn't convenient to to FaceTime for an hour. That's when you have to go, is it worth it? For me, it was absolutely worth it. We made a plan. There was a light at the end of the tunnel. It wasn't always easy, but we worked toward it. I would say you have that conversation with her. Hey, can you see this going long term? Because I can, and I would like to know if you could too. And if so, why don't we develop a plan? Maybe it's she moves to you. Maybe it's... You try to find a job back. Not sure what it is, but there has to be some end goal in in even distant sight. And if she agrees to that, I think that will help the relationship. And if she doesn't, it's time to not waste your time anymore. Oh, I like that. There you go. What do you think about that, Amy? Come on. Sounds pretty good to me. Boom. Thank you yep. very much. Love it. <laughs> Who can argue with that? Who can argue with that? How long have you guys been dating? About a year now. Long enough. Do you think you can marry her? Yes. Okay, there you go. The end. Have a conversation. Hey, I think I think one day I want to marry you. Um, let's let's have a goal as to how this is going to happen. And then if she if she's a bit like eh, uh, that'll the words one day I want to marry you. If she doesn't want to marry you, that'll scare her off and it's handled. Absolutely. So then you know. <laughs> All right, Matt. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate you, bud. See you later. It's Bobby Bones, world class advice giver. Thank you very much. Coming up, Eddie is doing something he said he would never do. Ever. He's, he has been on this show and said, I will never do this. This is true. And he is coming on today because I found out and now he has to admit it. <laughs> I have a few things I want to talk to you guys about. Number one is, I saw this crazy video on TikTok of a teenager wrecking into 
not one, but three parked cars in a parking lot while his grandma was inside shopping. I saw this. You oh, see it? it oh, bad. yeah. It's crazy. Oh, good. Crazy. So it was so crazy, it ended up getting picked up by the news. The video shows a teenager apologizing to the person recording the video for hitting their car. After that, you see the teen try to drive off before ramming into the back of a park truck and then hitting another car. So it's like, oops, boom, oops, boom, oops, boom, just nailing them. Mm-hmm. Here is a clip from WKRG News in Alabama. Here you go. The start of the video, you see the unlicensed teenager apologizing to the woman taking the video. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. This is my mom's car. You need to call your mom up here and give me your insurance card. I'm calling the police. After that apology, he hops back into the SUV and tries to drive off. That's when the video takes a turn you have to see to believe. The teenager ramming into not one, but two other cars in the lot. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, are, what were your thoughts when you saw it? I mean, I thought he was on something at first. That was my first thought. I'm like, what's this kid on? He doesn't look right. This is strange. But then the second thought was the patience of the woman that was recording the whole thing. She was so patient with him. She's just like, I'm going to call the cops. I don't know what's wrong with you, but this is not good. And then he hits the other car. And she's just like, oh, man, what is wrong with you? Like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a pretty crazy video. It, it's wild to watch just big pieces of of. The- Steel ram into each yeah, other. Yeah, he's driving a big truck. It's like a SUV, like a pilot, I think. Yeah. A big, once when I was playing baseball, I was probably 12 or 13 years old. A drunk driver drove into the ballpark, into the parking lot, and started smashing into cars. Oh. And our coach, he was our assistant baseball coach, took off running in the middle of the game, through the field, jumped the back fence, the outfield fence, mm-hmm. jumped into the car window and started punching the guy in the face wow. to get him to stop. And that's what, and that's how he stopped. The guy was so drunk, he may have even passed out behind the wheel. Wow. And those two cars were just pinned together. But had the coach not jumped out, his name was Coach Charlie Nevels, punched, started punching him in the face, like dragging him out of the car. Could have hit a kid. Yeah. Could hit anybody. But I just remember seeing the car just smashing into things. It was like crash up derby. <laughs> what a reaction from that coach. Immediately like, jumped out of the dugout, hauled butt through. I, I remember vividly. <laughs> And everyone else just standing and watching. We were all just like, because when that car starts to hit, you're like, wow, I can't believe I'm seeing this. But he had the wherewithal to go right into it, man. You know, earlier before this break, I I teased that Eddie did something that I don't know that he wanted us to know, but he had always said he wasn't going to do it. So I'm going to stop talking and let you and however you'd like. Sure. Reveal what happened. I'm a little ashamed to admit because I was very, very strong about this. When I became a parent, I knew that technology was going to change around me and I was going to be dealing with technology things with my kids. And I always said that I'm going to stick to my guns when it comes to getting my kids a phone. Till they turn 18, was I going to get my kids their first phone? But as we got there, you guys kept saying like, oh my gosh, you're going to change your mind, Eddie. There's no way that you can avoid this. You're going to, you're going to want to get your kids a phone or have to get your kids a phone. Well, guys, Christmas came around. My wife and I decided we got my son a phone. Wow. What kind? And he's 12 wow. years old. It's an iPhone. <gasps> oh, wow. wow. It's an iPhone. Guys, you know a, there's other options. Uh, well, look, look, here's what we decided. Eddie just went hard. Hey, go like, big or go oh, home, yeah. baby. Here's what we decided. We, we said that, uh, my wife and I said, and she's like, you know what? He's really been asking for it. And that's not why we did it, but we said, we got to trust him. There's a p- point in our life where we have to say, we trust him 
enough to give him this device. It's so scary that he has the world in the palm of his hands. It's secured and it's protected. Anytime he has to Google stuff or look up things that aren't under the restrictions we put in there, we get an alert on our phones and I have to approve it. So it's protected, but still scary. Best thing in the world is that if I need to talk to him right now, I can call him. I can text him right now while he's at school. Hey, bud, how's it going? That's pretty cool. So what apps are you allowing? Instagram. No, 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 no Instagram. Oh. <laughs> He's not doing social media, anything like that. What apps were we allowing? It's just the regular stuff. He has iTunes. He can listen to music. He has uh, Disney Plus on there, things like that. He can text his friends. But there's only a list of friends that we've allowed. If he wants to add a new number, we have to approve it. Does he have the internet browser, though? He does, but it's yeah, it's restricted. But you can, Very get on, restricted. you can get on Instagram through the internet and have your own account there. He does not have Instagram. Yeah, Look, Bones, right. we're going to trust him with all this stuff. I think you should. Great job. I, I applaud you. Are you shocked? No, you're not shocked. No, that? no, it's like at twelve. No, I mean Eddie. He told you all along you were gonna you were gonna give. Why am I gonna be shocked that I'm right? Yeah, I mean he's always <laughs> right. If Bobby tells you something's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Ah. Good for you. I'm glad though. Thank you. You're growing up as a parent. No, I mean, I mean you, now bro. my other kids are gonna get it at like seven. The baby needs one. <laughs> yeah. the baby's gonna get one right now. Family deal. It's time for the good news with Amy. Tell me something good. There's this woman, Kari Woods, a mom of five. She was at vacation Bible school at her church praying for an eight-year-old girl named Abby who needed a new kidney. And after she found out that she was a match, she thought, you know what? I really feel like the Lord is telling me to give this little girl my kidney. So she did, and the surgery went well, and Abby is now in good health, jumping rope, playing outside, and doing all of that, all because this woman learned about her at Vacation Bible School to pray for her. Wow. And she was the answered prayer. Ah! <laughs> wow. You know? That's I a, love it. That's, yeah, me too. That's a good one. That's Tell Me Something Good right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. The painters are finishing up inside my house, and they're the nicest guys I've ever been around. They're always like, hey, are you good? And I walked out there the other day, and he goes, hey, excuse me, would you mind if I just turn the music up 10%? And I was like, no, ma'am, jam it out. Play whatever you want. But I just thought that was really nice of him to be like, just 10%. And I was like, you want to go 50? Go 50. Yeah, because they're having to paint in there all day, and they need entertainment. And when we come by, they'll throw their masks on real quick. Yeah. And I'm I'm like, hey, guys. That's thoughtful. Yeah, the greatest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should send them over to you. Do you need anything painted? Actually, I do. I seriously do. I'm even still having work done at our house, too. And I had to have some sinks disconnected. And a plumber was there doing it. And we were in the kitchen. And he was talking to me about his favorite music and how he loves um, hick hop. Oh, hick hop. So it's like hip hop, but hit country, like country hip hop. Right. Yes. And I just looked at him confused. And of course, I mean, I can put two and two together. I know what it is, but I didn't. He was asking if I knew any or what my favorite hit hop was. And I didn't have any. And I have an Alexa in my kitchen and he saw it and he just looked over and he said, hey, Alexa, play Big Smo. Were you shocked that somebody random yes. yelled at your Alexa? Yes. I just thought, I don't know etiquette for Alexa because it's still so new to a lot of people. But do you, if you're not friends with somebody, can you talk to their smart device? Do you think Alexa's like a kid? Like, 
only talk to my kids if I know you or you ask? Right, I don't know. I mean, I was certainly wasn't mad at him or anything, and I don't think he meant any harm. That is but weird it just that someone me, just yells at your Alexa, right? Yes, it made me laugh because, like, I don't know you. You're in my house. We're talking, yes, and you're really nice, but you're not. You're not. If you were at my house and you said, hey, play this, that'd be fine. I wouldn't even think twice about it. But I was laughing at like, is this appropriate? I don't know. That's funny. Who was your favorite hiccup, though? I don't know. I I don't know. Cowboy Troy. Okay. um, Colt Ford. Okay, Colt Ford. Is Lil Nas X hiccup? No, I think he's hip hop. Okay. Old Town Road, though, could be considered... Hip-hop-ish? Ish. Uh, this is a tricky one. Oh, no. But- Play that little smoke, though, again. Big smoke. Oh, whatever his name is. Yeah. We hey, yeah. don't call it home, but you can call it Tennessee. What about Jelly Roll? You ever hear Jelly Roll? I don't know that one. Uh, what do you think about this guy yelling at her Alexa lunchbox? Man, I would have to tell him, you turn that off. Like, that's my device. That's sort of like just going in and getting something out of your fridge. It's a violation of your space. And I'd have to say something. Morgan, weird or not weird? I think it's definitely weird. I would have said something to him. Ray, close it out. Weird or not weird? I mean, he's working for you or whatever, right? Can't they take take control of some stuff in your house? <laughs> I mean, that would be like yelling slack. at Steve. Hey, Steve, give me some water. Yeah, I don't know. I really, guys, he was so nice. I don't have a problem with it. I just thought, I don't know that he should continue to do that with other people. Because if I was somebody that really cared you know, it might get awkward. But I get he was just trying to show me what hiccup was. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing malicious here. Right. Yeah, yeah. 28-year-old Nayla Zisser, she is now the world record holder for eating the most chicken nuggets. What do you think the record is for 60 seconds most chicken nuggets? 60? You would think it would wow. be something crazy. A nugget like a that? second? A nugget a second. Yeah. There's no way There's that no happens. Way. You'd have okay. to swallow them whole. All right. She had 16 nuggets oh. in 60 seconds. A bit disappointing of a record. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, Bones, I can break that. You can't break that. Mm. 16 nuggets. In 60 seconds. Hey, is there any chance we get some nuggets up here later in the show? Yeah, we, yeah definitely, 100%. Are they where okay. from, McDonald's? It doesn't matter. Here, uh, let me read this. But here's what I'll do. It, it, After 12, if you fi- anyone that wants to do this today... I'll give you 10 bucks a nugget after nugget 12. 10 bucks a nugget <laughs> after 12. It's going to be hard to get to 12. Oh, that's easy. You just said you could do 16. Well, I think I can do that. I, I agree with me. you. Now, like, it depends what nugget. You give me yeah. a Chick-fil-A nugget, they're Different. a little bit smaller. Oh, I thought they are bigger sometimes. Uh, well, it, they're various sizes, but, man, those McDonald's. It doesn't say Chicken McNuggets. Okay. It just uh, says Chicken Nuggets. Scuba, what's the ruling on this? Do you want to watch the video? I watched the video, but I was thinking uh, McDonald's because it's kind of the standard size of a, of a nugget. But they're, they're not huge. And they're bread. And you always say you can do stuff, and then you back out at the last second. Just Let's just do it. They're the definitely, Wendy's ones are small. They're McDonald's nuggets. I'm watching the video now. Oh, okay, that's get, what I'll get. Then I'll get McDonald's. Yeah, I mean, I feel I, like if you do I tell a you nugget, what, 10 bucks after 10 nuggets. Okay. Wow. Yeah. 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 But, but so the first 10, no money? Hey, <laughs> greedy pants. Yeah, no money for the first 10 nuggets. You and get, can you get me barbecue you, sauce to dip? You get free nuggets. You don't how about that? Dip. not dipping. So who's all playing so I know how many nuggets to get? Who, uh, who wants in for anything over 10 nuggets? You get 10 bucks boom, a nugget. Boom, give me. Lunchbox? Give me, give me. I'm out. I forgot I was on a diet. I'll do it. Eddie. Scuba will do did, it. Do you, Eddie, you're the one that said you. I know. Lunchbox is in. Yeah, absolutely. Scuba Steve is in. Amy, I'll tell you what. What? Since you're smaller than these guys, any nugget after eight, you can have 10 bucks. <laughs> oh, so I do. So I'm going to make a couple, 30 bucks. 
and feel safe. Oh, is, anyway, th- is 30 good. bucks not good enough wow. for you? No, it is good. Hey, Mama Warbucks. Hey, dang baller. <laughs> no. Richie I'm, Rich. No, it's that I'm probably going to not feel that great <laughs> and then have to go spend that 30 bucks on medicine. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're not going to need medicine. Well, when's the last time you've had a nugget? Oh, I not. I mean, recently, my kids have we might we do these chicken nuggets at home all the time. They look just like the McDonald's ones, but they're different. <laughs> okay, she had sixteen nuggets in sixty seconds. These guys claim they anything over okay, ten for lunchbox and scuba, ten bucks. Anything over eight for anything me. Anything over eight for you. I'll give you ten bucks a nugget. Okay, they got to be all the way down. You got to go ah. <laughs> so we'll do that later in the show. All right, let's go ah. She also has the records for 22 Big Macs in an hour. Oh. No, no, I'm not doing that. That's a lot. <laughs> oh I'm my not doing gosh. that. Uh, she had 27 Reese peanut butter cups in 100 seconds. Ooh. Wow, that sounds Ooh, fun. That's fun. I think I could do that. But that would be that would be like <laughs> okay. The miniature uh, ones. And, I bet no, be- no, not miniature. The regular cups. circle ones. She had 27 Reese's peanut butter cups in 100 seconds. So that would wow. be that would be 14 packages. That's a lot. That's too much. But without that last one. Mm. Well, Lunchbox, if you want to do this one, let's see. 27. Anything over. 16 Reese's peanut butter cups. What's her technique? Lunchbox, do it. Man. But we're not today. Hey, Mr. Talker, you be quiet over here. And you you be quiet. If I was not on this diet, I would do it in a heartbeat. You opened your mouth said, I can do it. This is what you always do. (laughs) I can do it. I can do it. Then when it comes down to it, actually, I'm going to back out. I'm going to back out. That's true. I'm back out, Eddie. That's your new name is Back Out Eddie. Yeah. That's not a good name. Hey, Back Out Eddie. (laughs) Back Out Eddie. Here we go. I don't that name. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So smart clothing could turn body movements into electricity that will charge your phone. There's inventors working on this, and you'll no longer have to go look for a charger. You just maybe do some jumping jacks and boom. Put it in in your butt. (laughs) That's awesome. Not the butt part. The electricity. Do some lunges and put in your crack and watch your phone charge. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's called smart fabrics. So they're working on that. Two other stories, both similar one is, I, I'm watching these videos of how they're making these clothes, but you put them on you, and then it has all these little sensors on it, and it tells you your exact size for clothes so you can order online easier. Oh, that's cool. So instead of trying stuff on, it's almost like you get this template, and it's going to be a lot cheaper eventually, and you put it on, and it's like does the sensing, and it goes, okay, this is your size, pants, waist, length, butt, all that stuff. Wow. Pretty cool. And the other thing was, technology-wise, I read that Apple, maybe this year, maybe next year, in one of their computers, they're going to have the laptop built to where you'll be able to put your phone on your laptop where your mouse pad is, like not right there, but beside it, and they'll have a charger built into your laptop. Nice. So you can charge your phone wirelessly while you're on your laptop, which is pretty cool too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Love it. All right. What else? So uh, I've got the best upbeat country song. So sometimes people are looking for a workout playlist and what country song should I put on there? So I thought this might be helpful for people that want something upbeat. Of all time or of this year or what? Uh, a uh, ranker did it of all time. Okay, so let's do five to one. What's number five? The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Yeah. Not a good workout song. No? I love the song, know every word to it. I, then I start thinking of the story in my head, or I start thinking of the many times that we've played it live and the times I've messed up. Just not a good workout. It's a great song, but not a good workout yeah. song. All right, what else? Zach Brown Band, Chicken Fried. Yeah. I guess this whole list isn't for workouts. It's just upbeat. No, it's upbeat, but I thought people might want to work out with them, but you're kind of... Hey, this is a good push-up one right here. You do some push-ups. And then go get yourself some chicken after you work out. It is a, it is a great song. That's a great song. All right, next. Alan Jackson, Chattahoochee. Yeah, went down 
Makes me want a water down. ski. Uh, <laughs> Not work out. Your blue jeans? No blue jeans, yeah. What else? This one, I don't really know that this is that upbeat to me, but Friends in Low Places? Yeah, sure. it definitely, once it hits, it's upbeat. Okay. At the beginning of it, you know, when it's all... Blame it all on my root. Blame it all on my root. You're like, oh, this is... But then it hits, yeah. and it stays up. Okay. And... What's more upbeat than a whole crowd singing along mm-hmm. with beers in their hands, screaming? That's what this song is. Yeah. All right. Are we number one? In at number one, we all Ooh, love. Let's guess. Oh, okay. we all love it. We love it. We love it. Oh, we all love it. Mm-hmm. You actually, you have a. I guess we were all there, but y'all have more of an an experience with oh, this song. We were all there. Is like a highlight. Probably watching this happen for me is one of the highlights of my career. Well, we did sing Friends in Low Places with Garth Brooks. Correct. He came and played with yeah, our band. Yeah, but I already band. said that one. I know. I'm trying to think. It has to be in the same thing. Like, yeah. we had to play at the Ryman, right? With Oh, we were all there. Yeah, so Eddie and I mm-hmm. have a band, and artists play with us a lot. Brooks and, we, and Dunn? Oh, Brooks and Dunn. That's mm-hmm. it. Oh, uh, Boot Scoot Boogie? Boot Scoot yeah. Boogie. Yeah. I don't know if it's like this song, but your experience. We with did them. Boot Scoot Boogie. Oh, Boot Scoot Boogie. We did three songs with them. Yeah. So we were playing. We did, and, and Ronnie don't. Text me was like, we'll do whatever three songs you want. So for us, it was like, oh man, we get this. this is easy. And then it wasn't easy because they had so many. <laughs> but I think we were good with the ones we picked. Neon Moon. Yeah. What a jam. So, so good. Boot Scootin' Boogie. And then Heart, Heart what, no, what was no, the other one we did? My Maria. Oh, yeah. So my good. Marie. Oh, oh yeah, my gosh. It. And on the chorus of Boot Scootin' Boogie, I was singing loud. <laughs> Neon Moon, I wasn't singing that loud. I was just, when the sun gone. Yeah. I don't want to get into the mix too much, but that was great. Yeah, I like good that list. Time. That's a good list. All right. I mean, you can work out to them or not. <laughs> I'm Amy. That's my file. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A stranger risks his life to save a lost dog in traffic. This dude stopped in traffic in the middle of FDR Drive in New York City to save a lost dog. The anonymous stranger is being called a hero for risking his life to walk over and grab Shiba Inu. Shiba Inu is the name of the dog. The unnamed man is called a hero because the road was so busy. A cell phone video shows traffic at a standstill as the Good Samaritan kneels next to the dog on the road. The NYPD sergeant reports that the dog... A four-year-old Shiba Inu. Ever heard of that kind of dog? Mm-mm. Must be expensive. Yeah. Has been safely reunited with his owners. He also is the man who saved him, wouldn't give his name. And the guy who saved the dog also admitted he's very afraid of dogs. But that he just saw the dog out there and was like, it doesn't matter how afraid I am, I got to go save this dog because he didn't want it to get hit by a car. They're cute. It's a pretty dog. Shiba Inu. I thought that was the name of the dog. It's a Japanese <laughs> a breed of a hunting dog. I know when you first said it, I was like, oh, that's interesting. But yeah. That looks like a fox. It's a small to medium breed, one of the six original natives to Japan. Wow. A Shiba Inu. Anyway, this dude's scared of dogs and got out of the middle of traffic and saved the dog. And I think that deserves a shout out. And he wanted to stay anonymous. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. We're going over to Amy now for the morning corny. But the thing is, there, there's something happening in the background where Amy's like talking to Ray like give me this clip we're gonna try something new with the morning corny today <laughs> what's happening right now you'll see just okay. go with it alright here we go <laughs> the morning corny my friend's wife asked him to stop singing I'm a believer by the monkeys because she found it annoying at first he thought she was kidding but then he saw her face then I saw her face 
I think pound for pound, this is the worst one ever told what? on our show. I mean, it was very different. She took she took a chance. Yeah, I like that. Though. No, no, I'm not saying that that <laughs> we didn't learn something from it. What'd you learn? <laughs> not to not <laughs> to try that again ever. <laughs> Should I have let? Here's what I was debating. Okay. Should I have let the song be the answer? Like, at, this is what I was thinking. At first, he thought she was kidding. And then I say, but. <laughs> and then Ray hits the clip. Okay, that, that could be better. Now I'm a believer. You know? Maybe. Because But I said it and then the clip. <laughs> you don't happen to have another one, do you? I feel like if our listeners can't tell it, some of them like to tell these jokes with their, in their classroom. But here's what they, I thought, th- I thought that through. Yeah. I'm, I'm a step ahead of you. Okay. I thought people might be able to say when it gets to the end. At first, he thought she was kidding. But then it's all her face. <laughs> okay, that's kind of funny. If you do it like okay. that. Better, okay. better. All right. So, sorry. I should have done it how I would encourage other people or to do it. Or is it so dumb that it's funny? I, I would also say maybe you smash mouth. Because pe- more people our age are going to know Smash Mouth singing that song than the monkeys. So all you have to do For is just, Shrek. And then I saw her face. Just say it like that. I wouldn't. I say, hey. Uh, whatever. I don't even you know what. <laughs> Is the dumbest. So, but you you don't have to have an audio clip to tell the joke. You just sing it. it so how would you, how would you tell it without the audio clip? So now I would go. Okay, do the whole thing. Go the ahead. whole thing. Okay. So my friend's wife asked him to stop singing "I'm a Believer" by the Monkees because she found it annoying. At first, he thought she was kidding, but then he saw her face. <laughs> <laughs> now he's a believer. Yeah. You got to keep going. I would yeah. need okay, a, yeah, that would that's funnier, me huh? more. Listen, we tried, right? That's yeah. what, hey, all I can do is show up and try that's my best. Right. That's it. And I just did. <laughs> <laughs> that was the morning corny. It's the good news countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. Let's go. I love this segment. Number three. A doctor in Michigan has been driving hundreds of miles in his own truck to deliver doses of the vaccine to hospitals in rural areas. So obviously more people will get vaccinated. He said he wants to make sure people know that a lot of other people are helping him make it happen. Here's him talking about the joy it's brought to people. You know, to to deliver the vaccine and bring it to our community, to see people's look on their faces, the joy, the hope, that's been priceless. Number two. Eight years ago, a woman was heartbroken that her dog Roxy disappeared from her garden. Roxy even had a microchip and a collar with an ID tag, but was unable to be found. But just last week, she received a local animal shelter message that Roxy had been found. They tracked her down eight years later. Wow. Unbelievable. Crazy. Wow. I wonder if the dog even remembers you. Mm-hmm. I knows? think so. You'll never find out. The dog no. won't tell you. The dog does. Amy has a friend that can look at a picture of a dog <laughs> and talk tell to you it. what the dog's thinking. Uh-huh. So maybe they should get Roxy over to her. Number one. A drive-thru worker in Canada mentioned to a customer that he used to go to college but had to drop out because he couldn't afford it. So a bunch of customers started a GoFundMe page, raised over $20,000 to send him back to school. They surprised him in the parking lot outside of uh, Tim Hortons where he works. Here he is being interviewed. And I love people, especially like, you know, this is who I am, uh, giving back, right? Making people smile and uh, thank you to everybody. All, all these people made this happen. What a segment. Boom. That was the Good News Countdown. Coming up, 
the nugget eating. These folks have said they are going to break the world record for nugget eating. This woman broke it. She did in 60 seconds. She ate 16 nuggets. And they said, that ain't bad. I can do that. So I'm not going to make you guys break the record. But for any over 10, I'm giving them 10 bucks. Yep. Except for Amy, any over eight, you get 10 yeah. bucks. Okay. I need to stop drinking my coffee because I don't know you to save some room, room in there. <laughs> the competitors are moving to their table now. Who's eating? Me. Lunchbox. Ooh, 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 oh, Scuba Steve is eating. I'm eating as well, yes. And Amy is eating. There is a Guinness World Record holder. She, in 60 seconds, ate 16 nuggets. She? She, yeah. By the way. <laughs> so. And so I told oh, the show. Oh, these are bigger than I remember. But it's what she life. had. This was the exact ones in the video, too. 100%, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, I just don't know that I've ever ordered them. So, when you're finished with a nugget, I need you to go, finish, ah, open your mouth, go to the next nugget. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's going to take so much time. It'll take a split second. Finish. That's it. You just have to open your mouth so we know when you ate the nugget. Yeah. Ah. We have one minute. If you have your ninth nugget, you get $10, Amy, for every nugget after eight. Okay. The guys get $10 for every nugget after 10. Okay. Man, making special rules. Come on. Let's go. You guys ready to go? I'm ready, yeah. You have one minute. Go. All right, one minute on the clock. So Scuba is chewing. Oh, he's one down. Oh, what? Scuba, wow. Scuba's got the water. Amy's eating about a third of one nugget. Two nuggets Scoob. down for Scuba. <laughs> it sounds so gross. <laughs> sounds like a dog eating food. You're at 40 seconds left, guys. <laughs> Let's watch how many nuggets have you had? One. Three. Scuba's got three down. Amy, where are you? <laughs> Still on the first one? Oh, boy. They're hard to swallow. <laughs> Amy's choking. Four. <laughs> You're disgusting. There's, sounds so gross. There's a lot a happening in these nuggets. You can actually chew off microphone, guys. Yeah, please. Yes, please. Let's Thank do. you. 15 Five. seconds. <laughs> Five, dude. They- Eight, seven, six, six. four, Mm. Three, two, and there it is. Time. Oh, man, I almost got there. That's much harder than you think. Everybody stop. Let's go to Scuba Who Led. Yeah. In 60 seconds, you got how many? Six and a half. Six and a half nuggets. That's pretty impressive. Lunchbox? Three. (laughs) Amy? One and a half. (laughs) Man, let me tell you. (laughs) Like... There's way more to those nuggets than I thought. Yeah, I tried her strategy because I watched the video and it seemed like she took a bite and swallowed, bite and swallowed. So she only took two bites per nugget, but I couldn't. I tried to bite it and swallow it and it gets stuck in my throat. It's tough because the breading, it's hard to really swallow because of that. Yeah, but she must, she was good. Like she would just, I'm yeah. like, <laughs> Scooby, you're pretty good at eating. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm a buffet uh, champion kind of guy. Have you ever done any sort of competitive eating contest? No, I just grew up in a house of four kids. So you had to eat as fast as you could to get more food, so I think it's just in me to eat fast. And Ooh. oh, don't! Oh, oh good. <laughs> you ate three nuggets. You only ate three nuggets. <laughs> no, 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 only three. I ate three more. No, you suckers. So no, Scuba, as far as her eating sixteen, yeah, in sixty seconds. Very impressive. Harder than you thought? Much harder than I thought. I thought for sure I could at least get down 10. And I'm pretty satisfied with six and a half. But but yeah, that's a pretty impressive 16 in, in so, a minute. All right, wait. tomorrow we'll run it back. <laughs> <laughs> Try it again. All right. None of us got any money. Mm-mm. That's true. No. 
The only winner here was me. Got a yes. bit? <laughs> got a good bit out of it. I got to pay no cash. Dang it. I'm going to read you a list of the most hated country songs. I ran into an article, and it listed the top hated country songs of all time. So we'll, we'll do this where you can love it, hate it, or indifferent. Okay. Okay. Uh, indifference, like, don't care either way? Yeah, it's like, fine. Okay. Yeah. Love it, hate it, indifferent. Kind of weird because they're all songs people love. Because you wouldn't be the most hated if it weren't songs that people love. Right. People wouldn't know about them. All right, here we go. At number 10, Shania, That Don't Impress Me Much. That don't impress me much. Love it, hate it, or indifferent, Amy? Indifferent. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I'm going to go, mm, I'm going to go indifferent. Really? Yeah. I mean, because. I don't hate it. Yeah. Hmm. Eddie? Love it. Brad Pitt? You think you're Brad Pitt or something? Love it. You think you're Elvis or something? No, I mean, I know the words, Eddie. <laughs> I love this song. You do love it? Yeah, too? it's yeah. great. I like it, but I can't say love it, okay. so I'm going to go indifferent. Lunchbox? Hate it. And she's lying. The whole song's a lie. All women care about is looks and money. And she said, oh, that don't impress me much. Yeah, right. Okay. Go date an ugly dude. Ugly fat do. dude. Bald dude. Broke dude. Ain't going to happen. At number nine, Jason Aldean, Dirt Road Anthem. Love it, hate it, or indifferent. Amy? Love it. Cold beer, and a console. Bones? I'm just gonna go indifferent <gasps> again. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm I mean, shocked. I, I like it. You're not having strong opinions right now. <laughs> I like. I really like some Aldine stuff, but this one wasn't my favorite. Oh wow! This is one of my favorite Great. Aldine songs. Eddie? Nah. I, I hate it. Stupid. What? <laughs> <laughs> Dumb song. <laughs> <laughs> but that don't impress Jack me much. offend it now because I actually do like it. Jack and Jill went up the hill. Now get out of here. All hate right. it. Lunchbox. Love it. This wow, seems so like good. a great day in a life. Like yeah. you're just out there hanging out, relaxed, no stress in the world. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Especially when he breaks it down and raps listen, a little listen, right listen. here. Listen, listen, No, I get it. <laughs> so dumb. Top 10 hated country songs of all time. <laughs> We didn't make the list, by the way. Number eight, Stuck Like Glue from Sugarland. Amy? Yeah, love it. Do I love it, it too. Do it one time. I love it so much. I perform with them on stage at the Frank Irwin Center. Oh, yeah. And did the rap part. I Heart them. Country. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, Eddie? Love it. Yeah. Absolutely. Lunchbox? Indifferent. Doesn't get me going anyway. I, mean, I don't turn it up, but I don't turn it down. If it's on, I listen to it. Okay. Number seven, Tracy Bird, Watermelon Crawl. If you drink, don't drive. Do the watermelon crawl. Love it. Clearly love it. Clearly love it. Duh. It's from the 90s, which is okay, but I'm indifferent about it. Wow. Don't carry the way. Okay, lunchbox. Hate it. I mean, it's just so dumb. Nice. Like, I mean, I mean, it's so dumb. It's dumb. She thinks my tractor sexy coming at number six on the most hated country song list. You know what? I'm indifferent. Yeah, as far as Kenny songs, I know this is his first big one. Indifferent. I, I love some Kenny stuff. This one doesn't, kind of, doesn't match the rest of the Kenny stuff that I like. I like Beach Kenny. So 
I'm going to go indifferent. Eddie? You all are crazy. This song's amazing. I love it. <laughs> Obviously, Woo. they're all big hits, right? Yeah. Uh, Lunchbox? I love it. How can you not love it? Every time it comes on, it makes you smile and puts you in a good mood. Okay. Number five, Big and Rich, Save a Horse. Because I saddle up my horse and I ride into the city. I mean, <laughs> I like it. You lo- okay, you want love? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot it's love. Love, hate, or indifferent. Okay, fine, love. Eddie? This song is so stupid, but I love it. Yeah. It's so good. I love this song. What do you got? I'm indifferent. Uh, <laughs> I probably on. more so am too, but I do kind of jam out when it comes on. Of course. <laughs> I'm indifferent. Day. Lunchbox? Maybe one of the dumbest songs of all time, but I love it. Every time it comes <laughs> on, you turn it up and you laugh. Every time you hear, save a horse, ride a cowboy. <laughs> Honky Tonk, but Donkey Donk, Trace Adkins. Honky Tonk, Amy? But indifferent. It's stupid. Yeah. I'm going to go hate. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Eddie? We finally agree. I hate this song. Lunchbox? Hate it. <laughs> hate it. <laughs> like, I want, I want to love it, but I, I just no, can't. It's so dumb. I can't. Uh, they have Taylor Swift at number three on this list. We're never getting back together. I don't consider this a country song. Uh, never, ever. Was ever. this in the cusp of her transition? Mike, Mike, when was this? This was on the, on the pop record, wasn't it? 22? Well, okay, regardless. What do you think? Love it. What do you, Mike, what is it? Oh, man, was that old, huh? Maybe I'm wrong. Um, yeah, love it. She sounds great. Yeah, love it. Love, love, it. love, love. I hate it. I you love did. everything. You just she's all so too good. Oh, I'm not getting back. Yeah, right. If he called too much, you get back together. You're just lying. You're trying to tell yourself you're not getting back with him. But when he calls, you come back. Okay, you're... Anyway, I love that. I mean, song. he's so deep into the lyrics. Yeah, it's like, I'm very not, interesting. I'm he's like, but you. I love Save a Horse Ride a Cowboy. <laughs> it speaks to me. <laughs> uh, Billy Ray, Achy Breaky Heart. Love. Love. Come on. Who doesn't love this song? Amy? Love it. Eddie? Indifferent. Lunchbox? I'll love it. If you don't love it, you're lying to yourself. <laughs> A lion. And the number one most hated song on this list is Toby Keith Red Solo Cup. Red Solo Cup. I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. Love it. Eddie? Love it. Yeah. I love it for a bunch of reasons. One of my good friends wrote it. Yeah. We performed it with Toby Keith once. Yeah, we sure did. And he couldn't remember Eddie's name, and he goes, where's that Mexican guy? Hey, you Mexican, you sing it. All right. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> On stage in D.C., we opened up for Toby Keith. Well, and it's because I, when I met him, I said, hey, Toby, I'm Eddie. I'm the Mexican of the band. He's like, hey, I like that. That's funny. So that to him, he reminded, it reminded him of that. But he never told the crowd that context. Yeah, he never let them know the inside joke. He's <laughs> he like, the said, Mexican, the you Mexican go. Mexican sing it. <laughs> <laughs> It is fun though. Yeah, Lunchbox, love it. Great song. What a party song. It is a party Woo. song. There you go. That was the top ten most hated country songs of all. By the way, all massive hits have had so much success, so we didn't mind talking about them in a way that maybe wasn't as loving. Because they can just go, "Hey, screw off. We've made millions of dollars from that song." <laughs> it's time for the good news with Lunchbox. Tell me something good. 
Addison had a birthday coming up. She was turning eight years old. Her mom comes to her and says, Addison, what do you want for your birthday? She says, Mom, I don't want presents. I want donations to the animal shelter. So her mom posted on Facebook, said, no presents, only donations. And people came through with 12,000 pounds of food. Wow. Wow. See, sometimes Facebook does do good things. Most time not. Yeah. Yeah. Like 99.9% not. But occasionally one of those stories makes you go, that's why Facebook's good. And that's why that little girl is good. Look at all those presents you could have had. But instead, all those animals get to eat. There you go. That's good news right there. Tell me something good. That was Tell Me Something Good. A guy in Ohio was playing guitar and he was singing loudly. It was 1.30 a.m. on a Saturday. So his neighbors called the cops. And he said, hey, I can't turn the volume down because you can't play the Led Zeppelin quietly. <laughs> He's got a point. They said he'd be charged with disorderly conduct if he did it again. <laughs> hey, it's true. You can't listen to Black Dog quietly. I want to hear the cops argue that one. Uh, sir, you know what? You got a point there. <laughs> yeah, all right, that's just a warning then, all right? Uh, let's hear, I got a whole lot of love. Oh. Yeah. Like, I grew up listening to Cool 95 Classic Rock Radio. I think that's where mine comes from. Arkansas Keith and I, when he became my stepdad, (laughs) that was his thing for us to drive in his old Toyota. And we'd listen to Cool 95, uh, cool oldies all the time. And he would go, what's that song? Who sings it? And it was a constant trivia game. Nice. From the Hollies to Buddy Holly to all the Zeppelin stuff to Cream, The Who. Like, all of that that I know from when I was born is Arkansas Keith and I going... Into the woods to hunt or on the lake to fish and the entire drive there being quizzed about classic rock. And so what I would do, because I always wanted to either impress him or make him like me more because I had never had a stepdad, I would study away from it as well. So I kept Cool 95 on all the time. Dang. So so that's your start to your extensive yeah. musical knowledge. Cool 95. And Arkansas Keith. Yeah. Good times, great oldies. <laughs> That's great, man. I mean, even from the old, st- I mean, because they, they would even play some stuff from the late 50s, because you're talking about, this is the 90s, yeah. right? So classic rock um, wasn't just the rock stuff. It was some of the real big bopper. They were playing some old okay. stuff. Buddy Holly stuff. But I knew it all. If it came on, I, first note, I would nail it. This gives me hope, because this is exactly what I do with my kids. I test them on everything that's on the radio. Do you test them on stuff that you like, or stuff that is from your generation? Just stuff that I like. I mean, I don't test them on the stuff they. I mean, he, the, the cool thing is we kind of teach each other because they're always teaching me about the stuff that's on the radio now. Yeah, I love that learning about all the people that are pop stars now. Like, I don't know anything about them. Like, I would put CCR Credence Clearwater Revival as a top ten band for me of all time. Yeah, because of not only the amount of time I listened to them on the radio, but Arkansas Keith was a massive CCR fan, and so we'd listen to tapes of it. And when I was ordering. CDs, you know, 10 of them for a penny, yeah, and then you never pay ass. the rest. <laughs> I would always get CCR Greatest Hits. The first version of the Raging Idiots was a band in high school that I had, and we did a talent show, and we played Looking Out My Back Door. Do, 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 looking Out My Back Door. And we played... Um, Probably the... Down on the, down corner. On the corner. Yeah, right. out here in the street. Because you made this new band do that too recently. Just for fun. <laughs> The version of it now is the, is the real version, Eddie and I. But for a while, the Raging Idiots was a band I put together real quick of some friends, and we played high school talent shows. We were terrible. Uh-huh. I, I remember we did those two songs, and we were the only full band. So afterward, we like, well, we'd like to keep playing. And so afterward, 
we stayed after the talent show and played I got a girl she needs to see. <laughs> you, know, you remember that song? Is that um, I got a girl. Uh, yeah, she, I know it. And I know that I need you. So, um, yeah, there you go. You can't play Zeppelin quiet, though. I agree with that. Me too. Do you know any Led Zeppelin songs? No, I have a Led Zeppelin shirt, though. But do you, can you name a song? <laughs> Would you just... No, no, there's a big, big there's one. There's a big one. One of the biggest songs of all time. Is that the sugar one? What? No. That's Pour what? some sugar on me? No, Def Leppard. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, that's my shirt, then. Def Leppard. Oh, oh my goodness. Wow. She doesn't Sorry. know what shirt she has. It's... it's, it's it's a it's a real what do they call it vintage tea. But that I get I love. it though. Def Leppard, Led, Led Zeppelin. Thank I get you. It. So I think I have my Led Zeppelin shirt might be yellow. <laughs> so you have a Zeppelin think, shirt too? I think now, yeah. I I saw <laughs> it's one. It's not like a real vintage one, but I saw Brittany Aldine wearing it one time, and I thought that's so cute. And she linked it, so I got it, and so I do have one. There might be songs written on the back. I should check it out. <laughs> you would Tell know me Stairway to Heaven. Oh yeah. And she's climbing a stairway to heaven. Yes, I'm familiar. And she's buying a stairway to play, play me something, Ray. Okay, here we go. Ah! You know this one? Immigrant song, right? Immigrant song. Come on. Ray, is that right? That's Mike playing that. Oh, Mike's playing it. Nice. <laughs> Mike took over. Mike jumped Not in. Boy, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's like, I got some lead for you. All right, all right. Give me another one, Mike. I'll see if I know another one. Here we go. Here we go. Ooh. I think I know this one. Say it. Going to California. Correct. Woo! Nice one, Eddie. Give me one more. Ramble on. <laughs> so good. I sing my song. Is that it? All right, good. Well, that was a fun little yeah, segment. Yeah, thank you. Tyler in Indiana is on the phone. Hey, so uh, long time listener, first time caller. Um, long story short, ever since my daughter was born, my wife has become not really, like, she doesn't help around the house. She just lays around whenever she's home from work, doesn't do anything, and it's to the point that it's, it's starting to wear on my mental well-being. <laughs> to the point that I love her to death, but I don't know if I can keep doing it, coming home and not getting to eat until 11, oh. 11 o'clock at night because oh, I'm cleaning around the house. Okay, so um, everybody <laughs> reacted in a different way when you told your story. <laughs> so, so it's just like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm to the point, like, I can't handle it anymore. But at the same time, I, I, I obviously still love her. I just, I don't know how to approach it because we've talked about it many times what's the conversation you have with her well we just talk about that how i need the help around the house um i asked her if there's anything going on she's admitted that she has some form of depression she has some mild depression and stuff like that um and i tell her talking about it helps but it changes for maybe one to two days and then it goes back to normal so you need her if i'm just getting your story straight you need her to clean the house while you're at work (laughs) Well, not necessarily while she's at work, but I mean, just, just help, just help me. She just she doesn't want to do anything. She doesn't want to do laundry. Doesn't want to collect. Doesn't want to pick up after our daughter. Doesn't want to run to the store. Doesn't want to do this or that. She just wants to lay in bed and watch TV. It sounds to me, if she is suffering from any sort of depression, that the best thing to do isn't to say, "Hey, we need you to get better." Is to actually help her, help herself, and then things will organically grow back into the right place. 
she's not going to get better by you just saying, hey, I need you to do more. Right. Before he even mentioned the mild depression, my first thought was, oh, my goodness, it could be some form of depression, which is it could be there's nothing wrong with that at all. But you as her husband, as her partner, what can you do to help that? Is there can y'all do some form of therapy? Is there a way she can maybe get on some medicine for a little bit to get her out of it? Like, because that's not so. It, for you, you're acting like she's just choosing to lay in bed all day. But if you do have, no, it, I I, under, I like I understand how like what's going on because I, I I have issues myself and like I don't fault her for any of it. But it's like it, every time we talk about it, she she admits that she knows it's there, but she doesn't want to do anything to resolve it. Yeah, that's hard. I would think an investment of your time into her, however that is deemed appropriate is going to be your best long-term investment into the relationship, especially if there is some depression involved or something other than her just not wanting to get up and do, which it doesn't sound like that's the case at all. So you being encouraging, you investing your time a little bit into her and maybe some time together into her actually helps you. So you can short-term fix it, which is what you're trying to do. You're trying to put a Band-Aid in a bullet hole right now, basically. And Mm -hmm. it's a short-term fix, which never lasts. And also... It doesn't cover the wound, but just for a second. So if you really go into it, I think you can help her, which helps you. And that's all you want, right? Mm-hmm. Like the dishes to be done. Dang it. Yeah. Right. Have dinner before yeah, 11. I, I, it's not like I want it to be done. It's just how do you, how do you approach some, someone that they want to get better, but they don't want to do the work for it? I would say that you continuously show support and love and encouragement and, and, you, and you walk alongside her. That is the way to to motivate someone is to walk alongside them and be understanding, not judgmental. Okay. Well, that's the best input I've had from anybody. It is not the easiest advice, but it's the advice that's going to work for you long term and work for you guys long term and for your kid. Right. Yeah, it's hard to get a straight answer, especially in something that sensitive like that. All right, Tyler. Good luck. It's a you have a, you have a long road ahead of you, but I know you can go down that road. You can do it. Thanks so much, guys. Have a good one. Bye, Tyler. Bye. Yeah, that's hard. I'm glad he called, though. I I mean, we laughed at first because it sounded ridiculous, but I'm glad he called. Well, once once you said depression, (laughs) it went from, yeah, from being ha-ha to, oh, okay, well, let's see what we can do here. All right, thank you, guys. Here's some things they say you can clean and sanitize in your dishwasher. Ooh. Where all it takes is you put it in there and hitting it up. Number one, kids' toys. Mm. I imagine most kids' toys don't get cleaned. You know what I did that was disgusting? So I have this weird shower. We moved into this house that we live into now. I love the house. But the guy who owned it before us was kind of a weirdo. <laughs> and he's got some stuff still in the house that we haven't pulled down yet that's weird. There's some triangles in the house. You know what I'm talking about? Definitely yeah, weird. It's weird. And I just haven't got there yet. But these showers that are in there are like spaceships. And you're like, what? It has all these little contraptions. It's too much. I just like a normal shower. It looks like the future, but also like the 80s. It's a weird it's vibe. Weird. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> and so I've never taken a bath in this weird shower, but it uh, apparently allows it. And it's got little jets in it, too. It's like a jacuzzi tub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or something from Three's Company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I get into it. I never turned it on as far as the bathtub part of it. And because I had those crazy headaches, I thought, let me just take a bath. I liked it. I hadn't taken one in a long time. Take a bath. I'd run, run my bath. I draw my bath. And I get in, and I decide, 
you know what? I'm going to uh, turn on one of those jets. Well, the jets weren't fully underwater yet, only partially. And so I hit the jet, and I hadn't turned them on in months, and it blew black crap all over oh. me. Ew. It went. <laughs> I'm talking about dirt, mud. It Mold, just covered probably. my face. Oh, it's disgusting. I'm sitting in a tub, and I look down at the water, and it's cu- it was disgusting. <laughs> and then there's a drain problem, too, so it wouldn't drain. That's like uh, your worst nightmare. Uh-huh. I'm just sitting there going, oh, 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 just getting covered in <laughs> filth while I'm taking a bath. It is disgusting. So that, that this story reminded me of that. But you can clean your kids' toys. They say without soap, your toothbrushes. Oh. Like just run the hot water. Mm-hmm. Like put it in there, run the hot water. Uh, nail clippers, hairbrushes, dog toys, yeah. which is interesting. Because my dog's toys. Yeah, I didn't think about that. My, I will buy my dog really fun toys sometimes. I think he'll really like this. You know what he likes? The box it comes in. <laughs> More than the toy itself. And then he didn't even care about the box anymore. Uh, rubber boots. And leashes and collars. Oh, yeah. I and that. Crocs and flip-flops. Oh, that's genius. I never thought about that. So I would imagine you don't put soap with any of that, actually. You could probably just put it in and run the hot water. It's like a pressure wash on all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty interesting. The world's most expensive liquid sells for $39 million a gallon. What is it? Gold? What? Liquid gold? No, I wouldn't think gold will be that much. A gallon? Oh. Okay. 30 There'd be some really rich people just melting yeah. down bars of gold. Well, no, I mean, you're just thinking little droplets of gold flake, like flakes of gold. The most expensive liquid in the world will cost you $39 million per gallon. Death stalker scorpion venom. Whoa. Comes from one of the most dangerous species of scorpions. In order to obtain the venom, a person has to milk the death stalker manually. <laughs> some components of the venom have shown potential for treating brain tumors. Oh, well. Okay. But $39 million per gallon. They have it, to milk the scorpion? Yeah, like little teeth, teeth, <laughs> I don't know. Does it have teats? Yeah, like yeah it has to. Can you, you milk, milk me, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> it can prove lethal to kids and the elderly, and it's said to be about 100 times more painful than a bee sting, and it's not easy to get your hands on. Oh, my gosh. In order to obtain the precious mix of toxins, the person has to, mix a death, has to milk the death stalker manually, as automated solutions are only just starting to be developed. Hmm. One component of the venom, the peptide chlortoxin, has shown potential for treating human brain tumors, while other components may be used to regulate insulin and treat diabetes. It's very valuable for the medical industry. That's crazy. 40 million bucks, yeah. basically, for a gallon of death stalker. And then sometimes I'm like, and someone learned this how? You know? I know. That like something from that would then help. And then what diabetes. also do we not know? Right. There's so much out there, yeah, that probably people are still learning. I hit you with this finally. Would you work for a company that told you you have limited bathroom breaks? Ooh. Yes. No. I mean, I no, You would no. not work for that company. That's what I mean. Okay. I, I answered incorrectly. I would absolutely not be able to put on a, be put on a bathroom restriction. But what if it was a great paying job, benefits were great, but there's a bathroom restriction? <laughs> okay. Well, then I guess I'd cut back on water. There was a company enforcing a bizarre once-a-day toilet break policy and fining employees. Who break it with $3 each time? That's got to be illegal. According to notices issued by the company and leaked on social media by disgruntled employees, at least seven staff members were penalized December 20th and 21st. The rule has sparked outrage online, but company officials explained management's decision to create this bizarre rule by saying that many employees were lazy and used toilet breaks to smoke and avoid their duties. Well, uh, duh. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Duh. In school, how many times did I actually go to the bathroom? Oh, that was... I just wanted to go walk down the hall. I did have a class. Every class. As slowly as possible. Quote, <laughs> uh, we had to stop all the excess breaking. So, 
Could you guys go to the bathroom once if you had an eight-hour day? Like, I know Amy can't because she goes, like, three times while we do this show. Yeah, I don't go at all hardly during the show. Oh. I mean, think about how many times I actually leave the studio. You have to do probably a bathroom break once. Sometimes the, you the do. The whole time we're here. Sometimes I do the whole time we're here. Mm-hmm. That's one. That's your one, Bones. I, you know what? If I'm going to get paid more, fine. You'd hold it? I'll handle my business. There are some people that can't hold it, though. That's like they got yeah. bladder problems. That's me, though. Okay. And I also wear Depends. <laughs> but isn't it probably freeing, though, once you get past the stigma? Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from England. A 30-year-old man was lonely over the holidays. He's watching Celine Dion's Christmas concert, and he's drinking some champagne. And next thing you know, the next day he realized, uh-oh, I changed my name to Celine Dion online. Yeah, he what? legally he changed legally. his name. Yeah, he paid $89 to go. He went to the website and he changed his name to Celine Dion and he had no recollection of it until he went to the mail and they had the form in the mailbox. <laughs> and it was addressed, Mr. Dion. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what is happening here? <laughs> All right, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. How many times do you think we check our phones a day on average? 200? Mm, no, it's it's a big number, but you made it not oh, so big. Oh, sorry. What is 50? It? No, it's 120 times a day. <laughs> oh. But it's less significant when someone kind of spoils it. <laughs> One million. Well, now the story's not that good. I didn't mean to do that by no. 200. I honestly thought it could be high because of email and Instagram and phone calls and texts. The average person is awake for 15.3 hours every day, so you check it around 10 times most hours. Yeah. Now, to be fair, I probably am over the 200 mark. Mm-hmm. You're the above average. Mm-hmm. You're that, yeah. You're probably what brings the average up. Yeah. yeah. I'd be that one. Yeah. Probably more than I mean, just 50 a, times an hour okay. probably. For just me. during right. the show, I see you check it like more. times. But I don't times. bring a laptop in anymore. No, that's true. So all my computer is now on my phone oh, for yeah. the most part. I'll write on my laptop. I still write a bit. Otherwise, I'm full phone now. I've, I'm, I'm moved over. I even watch shows on my phone now yeah. sometimes. My guess doesn't seem so ridiculous now. Well, for the average, you're right, Amy. You're right. I'm wrong. Thank you. <laughs> that's it. See you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bye. 